When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go to my small town. When you've got worries, all the boys in the curry seems to help, I know. But my small town, just listen to the crappy music from my hometown city. Linger on the no sidewalks or where the neon signs are plenty. How can you lose? The lights are so much brighter there like Mrs. Brightside. All your troubles, forget your cares. So just go down to my small town and I've lost the song here. Hey, Brightsiders, sorry to introduce the show like that, but I thought it would be fun. And through many, many takes, that's what you got. Um, but yeah, that's a fun song that reminds me of Girl Interrupted more than anything. Um, uh, it's weird. I always want to go to a mental institution after seeing that movie because they made it look really fun. But yeah, that's not what this is about. Um, one day we'll do the bright side of mental institutions after I get to go uh, and not just on a field trip. Fun fact, though, about that, I did go on a field trip to the mental institution in Rust, Texas, because I was the vice president of the criminal justice club. Ironic, huh? But it was cool. Everyone was potheads. But, yeah, there was some woman there that was like, what are y'all doing here on a field trip? This ain't no motherfucking Disneyland. It was amazing. My mom chaperoned and everything. And you'll hear more little anecdotes like that on this episode. The bright side of small town mentality. So enjoy. It's Mrs. Brightside. Uh, open up the curtains. Look outside. What's outside? It's Mrs. Brightside. I know. I'm like, hey guys, you're listening to Mrs. Brightside, where the glass is always half full. It's your CBT on CBD, and I think that's a, that's a little bit of what we're on today. You know? Yeah. Right. Sure. I know. We are. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, because you're more of a CBD guy than a THC guy, right? You know what? CBD just does it for me. The THC yeah. just, uh, too many bad uh, experiences. See, oh, that's so funny because, like, I have never had a bad experience on weed. Oh, wait, you should probably introduce yourself so they know who's talking about weed with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you get me on my favorite subjects, food, weed. Uh, I'm Jamie Suter. I'm from uh, Los Angeles, California, and originally from Scranton, Pennsylvania. And I'm a filmmaker, I'm a drummer, I'm a drummer film guy. This almost sounds like we're playing the dating game. You're like, hi, I'm Jamie Suter, I'm from Los Angeles, California, originally from... Mom walks on the beach and 9-11 conspiracy talks, that's what I'm into. What are you into? Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I'm like, sounds hot, 9-11 conspiracy talks. I it's, like a crazy one. Yeah, let's just talk about... No things like that um yeah because we're we were talking about food before i push record uh because i think our main topic is you know i'm trying to do better about staying on that but i do love tangents is uh small town mentality the bright side of small town mentality there's so many bright sides to it um <laughs> i know because so many not so bright sides to it can we talk about the nights so, not so bright sides oh yeah that's the idea it's like you're like this sucks this sucks but you know what this doesn't. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. What about cursing? Are we able to say Oh, that? yeah. Say whatever the fuck you want. Ooh. No. Okay. Just make... I'm making sure. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Some people are... Oh, no. Um, My sign-off is a joke for cunt. Like, see you next Tuesday. Like, so... Perfect. And that's, like, my favorite word. Because that's our word. We, we, we passed a barrier. Yeah. Now I know. Yeah. You're like, Good. there is no line. Like... No line at all. Yeah. Perfect. So, yeah. Small town mentality. Um, so... We were just talking about being from... You're from Texas. Yep. I'm from Pennsylvania. 
Um, I'm from Scranton, PA, like The Office, like Joe Biden. That's why like, you love that. Mm-hmm. And I, I love I yeah. love this town. I grew up there. I, I lived there for 27 years. 26, 27 years. I'm gonna, I'm already 30, and I can't even oh, yeah. remember how long I've been there. Old age. And, uh, yeah, it's like when you're living in that sort of small town, you could kind of, you kind of see the, 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 the patterns that people go through. So it's like, oh, when they're, when they're 16, I'm going to make it big. I'm going to do this. I'm mm. going to do that. And then somewhere around 20 to 24, they have, it's like, it's like they trip and they fall into a baby in a house and some sort of divorce. Yeah. Cause Scranton is a college town too, right? Cause see, Tyler's a college yeah. town. And like, so most people stay. Like, I even dropped out of high school and just went to college, but I had to stay at the junior college because I was only 17, so, like, I really couldn't do a lot, uh, you know, like, to, to take care of myself. Like, I couldn't even sign things, so my mom's like, why don't you just stay here? And it's a good junior college. So I was like, yeah, it's cheaper, too, whatever. But yeah. as soon as I turned 18, I was like, peace, y'all, never coming back. And I'm going to visit, but and I like out, to visit. You when you're 18. Yep, yeah, I just moved, went to college in Denton, Texas, at the University of North Texas, where RoboCop, God. Peter Weller went, <laughs> and Dr. Phil. Do they have a little RoboCop statue? No, somewhere? but they should, like, because they like to tout the much more famous alumni, like um, Nora Jones, Don Henley, Mean Joe Green, Dr. Phil. But none of them were... None I mean, of them are no, a big no RoboCop fan. Uh, Dr. Phil and Robot, uh, Robo. Gear. Yeah, I think that we need that as a statue. Like, I think that'd be a weird crossover. I know. Yeah. I think so. It's like, you've seen Dr. Phil on these shows. You've seen Dr. Phil counseling. Now he's RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> RoboCop. Jokes for only me and my family. Because, like, most people are like, Peter Weller, RoboCop, who, who even, like, really recognizes the actor. But he's a phenomenal actor, by the way. But he's that's my favorite so of all. so many things. He was in um, Sons of Anarchy. Too. Yeah. And I have never seen, I've only seen clips of that movie, and oh, it's awesome. I have a couple film books, and they have yeah. that, but yeah, Peter Weller, man. He's one of the greatest actors of all time. I mean, and Thomas Hayden Church went there, too. That's another one of my favorites. This I is the that. Mrs. Brightside, a.k.a. the Peter Weller uh, appreciation. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hour. I know, I was laughing. My brother sold something to him at the uh, DFW airport, Brookstone, where he used to work. <laughs> and he's like, I looked at his credit card. And it didn't say RoboCop. I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, and it should. I know. I was like, it should. Because, you know, RoboCop was filmed in Dallas. That's why we have such a special connection to RoboCop. That whole movie is just, yeah. just exploitation. It's a big exploitation film and a big satire film. Uh, I don't know if you know anything about the director, but he, I mean, he also made... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. He made a bunch of yeah. movies. Um, what was the one with the, uh, the big uh, creatures? What was that one? It was, uh, mm. Denise Richards was in it, I yeah. think, and, uh, oh man, I can't even... Oh, Starship Troopers. Starship yeah. Troopers, thank yeah. you, thank you. Yeah, he's he's all about that sort of, just, sort of lifestyle and, uh, uh filmmaking. Yeah, and like, you know, Frank Miller wrote the second and third RoboCops, which weren't as good, but I remember RoboCop 2 introduces Nuke, and this is how you knew me and my brother were going to do drugs when we became teenagers, was we used to just play with the little thorn bushes and like be like, ha we're doing Nuke, and like pretend <laughs> to like do drugs as kids. Oh, God. I'm like, this is what you do in a small town, so you bringing it all back. Wow. Yeah. Well, are you a professional? Oh I may be. Oh, I get paid for this sometimes. That's that's not bad. <laughs> that's not bad. Yeah. Um, for for all of you listeners who don't, yeah. I'll appreciate it. Give me 
That shouldn't give me, but she's letting me drink coffee out of a Mrs. Brightside mug. I know. I didn't even know these exist. I'm, yeah, go to my tea public shop, guys. Um, oh just uh, the Mrs. Brightside store. There is shirts, mugs, um, even tote bags, um, stickers. As you see on my guitar there, that I'm not very good at playing. I can't. The, the heater's oh, blocking yeah. it. You're lying. Oh, no, yeah. it's there. I see it. It's there. I see a hint I was it. like, it's actually a pretty good sticker. Thank you, tea public. I yeah. designed that logo, but... I have skills. You do. I, I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I really appreciate the coffee and the hospitality. This is good. Yeah, and this um, is good um, knocking point coffee from but, Stephen Amell. Yeah. But, yeah, like, we were, I don't know, there's 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 some foods that a yeah. small town can can have, and just like Los Angeles, I can't, and many people are going to tell me I'm wrong, I can't find good pizza. Yeah, yeah I agree, because what annoys me is when I lived in Dallas, the best pizza place was L.A. Gourmet Pizza. You know what they don't have in L.A.? <laughs> L.A. Gourmet Pizza! <laughs> and it was like, God damn it, that what's, was a good place. I thought I'd find wrong with you, you deceiving motherfuckers? I know. This is terrible. No, uh, we're, we're like, you have good barbecue. I feel, I feel like that's just like an obvious thing. Like, yeah. Barbecue. Everyone who says... Uh, uh, oh, you guys have good Philly cheesesteaks, right? No. Well, yeah, Philly cheese, yeah. yeah, of course they do, but, like, it's, and I don't know if you ever watched this, there's this, there's this Instagram, uh, on, I think it's Barstool Sports, but they do this, like, pizza review thing. I'm obsessed with that. <laughs> like, I used awesome. to listen to Mike and Tom eat snacks, like, Michael Ian Black and Tom Cavanaugh yeah. used to have a podcast where they ate snacks. Yeah. And talked about it. So, like, I, I've not heard of that one, but I know I'm into stuff like that. So, this guy goes around to, like, New York. He goes to just random, random towns and, and, and cities, and he tries pizza, and he does, like, a really hard grading scale with the pizza. But he's never gone to, like, Old Forge, Pennsylvania, which oh. is rated, like... The top, I think it's like top ten best pizza spots like in the world. Or yeah, you're making US. me want to go. It's but it's weird. It's weird pizza. I'm gonna warn you. They put raw I like onions weird. in it. Ooh, and it's I like, like that. It's, it's like a just square, square style. But yeah, like we were just we were known for that. You, you can always go grab a good slice of pizza, no matter where you are in PA. And so square style, it's probably a little bit thicker. Cause see, pizza is either good thick or thin. The medium is bullshit. The medium is bullshit. Yeah. I like that. The medium is bullshit. Get yeah. that on a t-shirt, everyone. It's Copy like... You write that. Because I'm down for deep dish pizza. Like a BJ's, like, you know, brew house. Like, they have a decent deep yeah. dish for a chain. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, there's some good Chicago style or whatever. But, you know, a thin crust, like a flatbread, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Or like Big Mama and Papa's here. That's actually a decent pizza place, but... Yeah. Yeah. I, I always wanted to just make a small <laughs> company that... So all the small cities yeah. get together, right? And you, you can post on, on this website what you want, what you, what you have. So it's like Dallas, Texas, what yeah. do you know for, I don't know, what food? Um, as I'll say, like Dallas, uh, as opposed to Tyler where I'm from, Dallas is probably, it's a bigger city, so it's known for like a lot of different things. But one hidden thing, people don't realize, Dallas has a big Greek population mm -hmm. and a big Korean population. Mm -hmm. So like, go to like little Greek areas or like Korean areas and you're going to find some pretty good stuff that you wouldn't think about. Or Royal China is, uh, the hand-pulled noodles Amazing Chinese yeah. place at Preston and Royal. And uh, guys, um, I'll be coming there soon if you want to give me some free noodles. Oh my god, mm -hmm. look at that. But yeah, like yeah. Every, every little city would just put yeah. their food up there and you could just order it. I know, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just thinking about food. No, no, that's that's <laughs> what we were talking I'm pretty sure yeah. this is just 50% food. food and Peter Weller's. Yeah, 
I know. Because I'm glad that you like Peter Weller, too. Because, like, when I meet people and they don't even know who he is. I'm Wellers. Is it Weller? It's just Weller. Man. Yeah. Maybe there are multiple ones. Yeah. I'm not wrong. There could, <laughs> yeah, because it's not like me where there's only one with my <laughs> name. I'm Peter special. <laughs> but, yeah, I was like, there's probably a lot of Peter Wellers. Only <laughs> the one that was RoboCop, man. That's it. That's it. Yeah, small town mentality. Um, <laughs> what about, like... What about marijuana and, and, and the legalization? Is it is it legal in, in Texas? Um, CBD is legal. Um, but like in, in it's now legal across the United States. But and I'm actually surprised that Texas has not legalized marijuana yet. And I do think that people falsely think because it's a red state that it's more conservative in those aspects. I'm like. You have never been to Oaklawn. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, Oaklawn is the number two gay neighborhood in this country, and that's in Dallas, like, um, and next to San Francisco. Um, and a lot of people moved there from San Francisco when they were getting it, you know, shut down. And, and that's what I'll say is the cities in Dallas, for, I mean, cities in Texas, like Dallas, like, are very much, like, they're red state in the good way of like businesses thrive and we don't have state taxes and you know like there's a lot of like good things like that but as far as like socially that's what i always think is funny about people here i'm like you are aware that dallas was one of the first places where this trans woman who is a monica great business owner you know pillar of the community she had run for city council like 10 years ago, like, before people were even, like, caring here. Mm. And, like, Houston had an openly lesbian mayor, like, and so when I see people, like, because I know we'll probably get into this, a small town, I'm like, no, 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 like, Tyler is very Bible Belt, like, there's a church on every corner where I'm from, but even then, they've got some pretty decent gay bars, like, I'm yeah. like, you know, people there are nice, so, like, there really isn't this hate. Now, if you go wait out in the boonies, of course these people are going to be what you expect, but those same people are here, yeah. out in the boonies. It's like the people that are your redneck, hateful people. And so, like, that's a lot of it, is I'm like, no, like... <laughs> no, it's scattered all over yeah. the world, um, and all over the place. Uh, especially, like, the, you, ha you will have people who are so for the legalization of marijuana yeah. back in PA, but my God, the, the, the people who do not want it legalized are so loud. On, 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 on Facebook and, and on all the other social media platforms, there's, there's, they want to have their point made, they don't want it legalized. And over here, yeah. it's helping so many people, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And just, for, for them, they just, they can't see, they can't see past that small town sort of bubble world that they live in. Yeah, because that's how Tyler is. And that's why I want to be clear. It's like Tyler has its faults for sure. It's very much a bubble. As I say, it's not, do you go to church? It's, where do you go to church? That's yeah. why as the one pagan family in town, we were not very accepted. <laughs> but it was one of those things that I'm like, I don't see them being for it. But like overall, Texas is mostly bigger. Like, because Tyler is a pretty decent sized city for that mentality. Mm -hmm. But like most of it is always like, because in Dallas, like, if you had marijuana on you, the cops would just be like, could you just throw it out? We're not going to give you a ticket or anything. It was decriminalized. Like, yeah. and that was sort of the thing is like in Tyler, it was very well like, no, it's bad. Like, but any of the big cities are just like, whatever. Yeah. Like, or like, hey, like if we got to do something, it's just like, yeah, it's just, just, just throw it out. It's fine. Like, Don't smoke Mary. that pots. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of them pots. 
All right. Yeah, my cousin was my pot dealer in Tyler. He, he, he had a lawn care business as his uh, front. Like, and that was the reason we were able to smoke as teenagers and get it. Because my mom was like, as long as you get it from Austin, it's fine. Oh, Sorry, that's my cousin's God, name. Lawn care. And, yeah. And, uh, I feel like that's an obvious thing. But like, I know, it was so funny. I not think of being that obvious. Oh, he got arrested all the time. It was hilarious. Like, But, like, you know. It was never for dealing, I think, because also his mom worked for the probation office, so she would often get him lesser charges or things, but he'd just go back out to selling weed, and, and we were grateful. What's he doing now? Is he still selling? He's still selling weed. <laughs> <laughs> still has Holly Precision Lawn Care as a uh, front. hitting him up when you go home. That's what I'm assuming. Eh, no, nah, like, it's one of those things that uh-huh. um, I probably won't have time. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. yeah maybe, because he, he does deliver. To, I like that. He does yeah. deliver? Yeah, because that was the good thing. When we were teenagers, our house was the house where people could smoke at. So anybody, like, we'd oh, just come yeah. over. It's like, we would just come to us. We didn't have to buy it. And your mom was... Mom was just like, whatever. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Dude, yeah. That's awesome. My, uh, so, like, was your family kind of, like, the very just cool sort of family. Hey, you want to drink? Just drink over our house. Just don't don't drive. Yep. That yeah, that was pretty well my mom's policy. Because yeah. we had a... And that helped, too. We had a single mom who worked all the time. And luckily, she didn't care. Like, it was just like, you know, as she said, just don't drink and drive. Yep. And if you... The best advice she ever gave us was mm-hmm. if you're doing something illegal, don't draw attention to yourself. Wow. That's why your idiot friends get arrested. And it's like, but we just stayed out at our little house and did drugs in there. Oh, yeah. And then we expanded to other drugs, and then she didn't like that as much. She's like, weed is fine, but could you not do cocaine on the table? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not even mm-hmm. that, just even public intoxication. We had this thing back, Yeah. We have this thing back home called Parade Day. And Parade Day. <laughs> parade Day. Parade Day. <laughs> it is like the biggest, it's the biggest holiday in Scranton, PA, hands down. You have Italian Fest, but this is just crazy. Um, everyone starts drinking around. It's like St. Patrick's yeah. Day Parade. Everyone starts drinking around maybe like 6 a.m. They do like kegs and eggs. You know, oh, yeah. And, and do That's like and Dallas St. Patty's Day. That's like the best parade ever. And the people who always got arrested or always got in trouble were the idiots who were just knocking shit down in the road yeah. or like drinking just with like, oh, there's a can of Coors Light just drinking and guy gets arrested. But like, yeah. You always, I never got in trouble because I, I, my mom pretty much said the same thing. She's like, just don't be an asshole. Yeah. And not being an asshole has actually kind of helped. I was, oh, I was, I was oh, yeah. fucked up. And no, I never God got would. in trouble. Like, yeah. you could walk right past the cop. Oh, hey, officer, what's going on? You're shit-faced. Tim doesn't, he can't really do anything. Just don't be an <laughs> asshole. And now you're, well, you're, if you're, if you're listening, you're the Peter Weller, don't be an asshole. Yeah. Not Weller. Food podcast. Food yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes um and that's funny because like so many people are like oh how dare they am and i'm like no me and my brother despite all of the horrible shit we have done but usually not to other people we don't hurt other people we just hurt ourselves we have never been arrested i do not have a criminal record and everyone is always shocked at that and i'm like should i feel bad that people are shocked that i don't have a criminal record but no yeah just some people just don't have it yeah are we lucky are we yeah i, I don't know i don't know Probably should get arrested later. I know. And so I'm like, knock on wood. I like to say that, though, because I always use that with two truths and a lie, because no one ever guessed. People would rather believe that I don't have a master's degree than I don't have a criminal record. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, seriously? Yeah, I mean, you just have this I, I badass haven't. sort of rebel yeah. thing to you. And I know. And somewhere to say, you know, who's been to jail. And probably, if I didn't know you, I'd yeah. probably say you were in there once for something that you didn't do. 
Mm. They were, you know, you know, and you were only there for like the night, and that was it. Yeah. I have driven drunk many a times. I do not recommend it. Like, people don't, but amazingly, never gotten pulled over for that. I've been in many fights. Um, You've been in many fights. Well, mostly when I was a kid. Like, I just (laughs) didn't take shit from people. But as an adult, I may have gotten drunk uh, at a hockey game, uh, like every hockey game. But one time, it was a pretty bad loss, and there was fucking people from Calgary celebrating in our arena, so I just punched one of them in the head when I was leaving. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and it's just like, I'm surprised that I've never been arrested for, you know, acts of violence or things like that. For the next yeah. week, be so careful, because I feel yeah. like, like, you yeah, can no, knock I'm on just all like, the wood, you can knock on all the wood, just don't jinx yourself. No. I'm, I'm a firm believer in, in jinxing yourself. I've done it many times. I know. Be careful. I- I constantly talk about this, but I'm like, maybe I should knock on that skateboard because this is just cheap Ikea wood, but I'm like... That... See, that's that's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing special about Ikea wood. No. Well, getting lost in an Ikea, that's something special about that. That happens to everybody, I feel like. I love Ikea, though. I'm yeah. like, that's how I'm able to afford furniture. You have to be a certain... 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 A certain level of crazy to really just appreciate Ikea. And those people... It's not that I don't trust them. I'm afraid of them. So I love I'm, what this I'm saying is, I'm kind of afraid of you right now, but it not very... Oh, most people are afraid of me, so I'm like, you're yeah. good. Like, because especially since I'm talking about, nah, I often get drunk and start punching people. No, I'm, and that's why my mom was fine with me and my brother smoking weed, because we calmed down. Because yeah. we were, like, pretty angry, like, you know, kids. We would get knocked out drag-out fights with each other. Yeah. But, yeah. You're practicing. And then, yeah. <laughs> you're practicing just yeah. to- just don't don't put him in a hospital. Yeah. But you can rough him up a little bit. All right, mom. Thanks, mom. Cool. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I've never gotten into a fight. I'm so happy. I never have. Um, but you know what? There's just there's just so many years ahead. You never know what's gonna happen. Yeah, you never know. I'm gonna gotta fight tonight. I'm gonna go to jail again. The fight tonight and just. Yep. You just gotta nah, do it. I can't do it. Yeah. It's not me. I know. Some people are like, I just don't have a fight in me. I'm like. Yeah, it must be privileged. Me, I'm like, and that's why I know I need to get out of survival mode and into thrive mode, but that's what weed does for me. It just comes Yeah, because. I was just about to say that. Like, if we were drinking right now, you'd probably be punching me, but uh, thank <laughs> God you're smoking or, or whatever you've done, CBD, yeah. THC. No, it's funny. I'm not a violent drunk either. I just giggle. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, I only get violent when it comes to hockey or, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. And now a word from our sponsors. Tired of nagging yourself to get a website for your artistic career already? Radportfolios.com creates affordable custom websites for artists. Use code BRIGHTSIDE. That's one word for half off your website startup. Radportfolios.com. So you can get back to getting booked. So so being from a small town, uh, what was like... Because Scranton had a really, and still does, has the best art scene. And the best music scene. So many bands came out of there. Oh, uh, yeah. Motionless and White, which is this big uh, metalcore band. Um, Tiger's Jaw. Uh, and, and so many. So many. A title fight. They're, these are all punk bands and, and the pop bands. But, like, it, what's, like, one... I guess you could start just naming just bands that came from... They came from Tyler. Um, so Isley, they were pretty big in the indie scene for yeah, a while. Yeah, I remember seeing them. Um, Element 80, they were from there. Because, like, Tyler, it, it's surprisingly, 
not that creative of a place. That's why most of these bands were just, uh, honestly, like, nice people and all, but, like, they kind of sucked, in my opinion. I'm yeah. more of, like, a Nine Inch Nails. Like, but I do like country music, like, the new rock kind of. Like, like Eli Young Band. They went to the same college I did with Peter Weller. Um, but, yeah. Comes back. Uh, always comes back to Peter Weller. But, yeah, like, um, and Lone Star, I think, was from Tyler. They were a country band. Yeah. Um Neil McCoy, no, he's not technically from Tyler, so I won't count that. But I'm like, a lot of country people, because, like, Miranda Lambert, Casey Musgraves, they're all, and Maren Morris, they're all from the suburbs of Tyler. Yeah. So, like, um, but, yeah, it's one of those things, mostly country, but there was a few, like I say, Isley, Element 80, um, but, yeah. And yeah, then a lot of NFL players, but, yeah. There's something inspiring about that. Yeah. Like, I love, to, I love to know that, oh, that person yeah. came from that small town. That's cool. Like, to have a band just originate in L.A., like, that's cool. That's where yeah, you, I'm that's like, where you hey, grew up. Whatever. I don't... That's that's fine. But to know, like, wow, you had to tour for how many years and had to really get yourself out before social media and all yeah. that crap, and, and now you're, like, one of the biggest bands in the world, and you come from that small town, if there's something angsty about that. There's something inspiring. I, I love that. Yeah, and, and that's why I wish there were more, like, people that I've related to that came really from Tyler, because I'm like, the suburbs, I'm like, they're they're different, because that's the thing, is Tyler is its own little bubble, like, even those people, like Miranda, and I like Casey, but we'll just leave it at that, <laughs> but yeah, I like Casey Musgraves, but I, I, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it, <laughs> well, yeah, Miranda, I feel like this no. podcast kind of no. transcends that. True. It's like, I could talk trash about Miranda Lambert all day, but I'm pretty sure 15's up finally, so who, we're good. Who is she? I can't even... Remember, remember. Blake... Yeah, everybody knows Blake Shelton from The Voice. That yeah. was his, uh, you know, uh, wife, and they were like basically the king and queen of country until... Um, and they had an open relationship. It's not that cheating was a thing. It's just that who you cheat with? Reba's husband. Ah. And Reba is the fucking queen of country, honey. You don't yeah, mess there. No, no. no. <laughs> I'm not even a country fan. I think I that's just that's yep. textbook. Yeah, Reba McIntyre is a goddess. Like, yeah. 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 And I grew up hating country. That's what's funny of me now. Like, I like more. Because, like, bands like Zach Brown Band and stuff, like, sort of change the game. But, yeah, and I think Blake is a good character. Like, he's funny, and um, he's a good showman, even if, like, sometimes his music's not really my thing. But I like him as a person. So, like, yeah, when all that, I was like... I know that it's against Girl Code, but I'm like, she's the one that fucked it up, guys. I'm all about calling people out. I don't care what, what sexual organs you have. <laughs> no, 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 whatever. And who, how do you think she got somewhere? When someone who can't sing wins vocalist of the year every year? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Reba's husband was a producer. I don't think you have to be that talented to, to win an award. That That's one no, thing that I mean, learned. Being yeah. a filmmaker for... Almost Awards are decade. bullshit, <laughs> like um, they are. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. I mean, you, you, if you pay attention to like all these different movies and all these different writers and, and artists and the people who you're gonna go back and listen to all the time, yeah, you're gonna love that stuff. Like, what oh, about yeah. what about like comparing Die Hard to like Roma? Right? Yeah, you're always gonna watch Die Hard. Oh yeah, I don't wanna watch Die Hard right now, but I don't wanna watch Roma. I know, and I'm no like, to it. someone literally like looked at me weird, and I was like, they, I was like, have you seen Roma? And I said, no, that's not really my type of movie. And they yeah. were like, what? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't need movies to feel things. I like, I love dumb shit. Like, as yeah. far as movies go, I like weird shit, like David Lynch, that's how we're friends. But I yeah. like dumb shit more than anything. And like you say, Die Hard, I love like terrible action films.
films like Cobra and stuff like that. Oh, I'm like, well, that's... oh yeah, like, and I'm like, I, yeah, Die Hard is like a classic, but then I'm like, I will enjoy the worst of those, like yeah. often, like, because I'm sorry, guys, Live Free or Die Hard is a great film to me. I enjoyed it. Because Timothy Oliphant is the villain, and like there's a Kevin Smith cameo for no reason. It is it is a bad movie by all accounts, but it is enjoyable. I have to watch that movie again. Yeah, it's been a really long time because I grew up in, in yeah. Die Hard three. Oh the yeah, first. <laughs> that's to me that's the worst Die Hard. Like Die Hard three. All right. Yeah. So this is. This I is think Live Free or Die Hard's funnier. My uh, my mom. Uh, was very against me watching R-rated movies, as most moms are. Oh, I'm sorry. My dad was the complete opposite. Yeah. Uh, I was, I think, eight years old, and he said, oh, I just got a DVD of <laughs> Die Hard 3 that your friend burned for me. Uh, on, on a deep, uh, This is new to me. This is really yeah. cool. So we put it on, and it's just, fuck this, fuck that. And I said, <laughs> oh my god, John McClane, he's cool. I'm going to be like that. So my friends came over around my porch, yeah. and I was like, the fuck you guys want to do, man? Let's go fucking biking. Let's play some fucking Pokemon. My mom came out, she's like, Jamie, no! <laughs> Grounded for two weeks. And I will, and, and still to this day, every time I watch Die Hard, I can just hear the, the shrill piercing of my mom's voice just in the back of my mind. Uh... But God damn it, yeah. But but then but then my my, my it's funny. Then years later, uh, like in my twenties, my mom would just say, "I can't watch love stories or romantic movies. Oh, uh, if Die Hard's on, I'll have to watch Die Hard because yeah. I like you ruined me. And that's just <laughs> this is what I've done, I guess. But uh, yeah, dude, just oh. But yeah, going back, like I'm not saying Roma is not. Yeah, a I'm bad like movie or objectively, not. it's probably a good movie. Like exactly. if, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm just. That's I'm not my be, thing. I'm gonna watch Corks more. Yeah. And I'm gonna watch. Um, or Office Space. I'm like, let's just name the posters in my house: Clerks, yeah. Office Space. But there are exceptions. Watchmen. There yeah. are some exceptions. Like uh, I think 2007. I don't know if it was the best picture, or best screenplay, or, or nomination. I think it was There Will Be Blood. Yeah. I love that movie. I love PTA. I think he's an awesome guy. But I'll like. Oh, I love Magnolia. That's an exception. Like, to, like uh, PTA is just one yeah. of those directors that you could just you could always watch his movies over and over again. And so, so you're just bored of them, which probably won't happen. Yeah, and I like Scorsese because I love gratuitous violence. Like, Tarantino, yeah. Scorsese, like, because The Departed, I was just talking about that earlier. I like how much I love that movie. Like, yeah. and yeah, that's the thing is I'm all about violence. But yeah, movies that, if you don't have sex, and you don't have violence, and you don't have dirty language, what am I here for? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the weird thing. Like, if you watch the Oscars or, or yeah. for the past maybe two years, I'm not too sure I'm not, but uh, even this year, I'll talk about this. Year, yeah. They were all very important movies. My friend Clarissa is, she's a horror writer and producer <laughs> and she made this really cool movie called Lunch Ladies and she's in all these film festivals. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's up against all these... <laughs> Really, really important movie. Yeah. Like, they're self-aware. That yeah. they know, like, the eclipse on the sun, and the dying man, and a newborn baby. These are all a premise of a movie. Uh, and then her fucking movie comes on, and it's just two lunch ladies who kill a cheerleader. Which and, and is I'll, funny. You're yeah. always going to watch the, yeah. cheerle uh, the cheerleader yeah. get killed. Um, and I think that we should just have more non-important movies. Why not? I mean... Yeah, and that's why why I think, and too, after this year, when the Oscars didn't even have a host and, like, more people kind of enjoyed it, I'm like, I feel like we're getting away from that. Because, you know, 
that, oh, we need to have these important movies. Because, yeah, when great movies like Get Out that's important but also entertaining yeah. are happening, I think we're going to start seeing more of that. Because I think it was on The Real. Um, yeah, sometimes I watch that show. Um, they were talking about, like, when they had said they were going to do the popular movie category, and then they didn't. And it was just like, why not? Because, like, more people watch Fast and the Furious than they do Roma. I mean, and it's just, it is what it is. <laughs> Don't you just want to see Fast and the Furious get an Oscar? No, I honestly... For, very, for most, like, entertaining movie or something like that. What was it? Most uh, popular? popular yeah, movie? exactly. And I'm like, or I like superhero movies, obviously, if you've been in my house. like, Or, like, because my mom still refers to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 as yeah. the movie I cried at. Because that doesn't happen very often. And, I'm, and she's like, are you crying? I'm like, I cried at the first yeah, when he grabs the Infinity Stone and, yeah. he's, and his his mother, you know, reaches out for him, I was I was done. Yeah, it was over. When spoiler alert, guys, when Yondu dies, because I love Michael Brooker so much, and was uh, so happy to see him get this role, and I'm like, no, the the Ravager funeral, like I lose my shit. Yeah, mm. you know what? That was that did it for me too. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, James Gunn is back. I know, and it's yes. <laughs> and I love how he was like, "Yeah, okay, I'll do it." Um, as soon as I'm done revamping Suicide Squad, so it's a watchable thing. And it's like, God. And this is all I want to say, Disney, because you really couldn't throw stones, could you? And this is why Disney will probably never hire me because I constantly talk shit and make Mickey Mouse Nazi jokes. <laughs> but it's one of those things that they realized that, and I'm pretty sure, because Batista was probably like, I'm not fucking doing it without him. And I think that they, and that's why Chris Pratt kind of disappointed me, because he was the only one who was just not really on James' side. He was a little too cautious, and I'm like, nah, bro. I don't think he could be. I mean, Batista is one of those, he's a level of actor yeah. who can get away with saying that yeah. without affecting most of his professional career. Um, Chris Pratt is yeah. just, he's under the microscope. And I think no matter what he does, like, I don't follow him on social media. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? I don't even know if he, he probably posts just normal, mundane things. Like a lot of him working out. But, and that's sort that's of the it. thing. He's involved with this church here that, that has some bad press as well. And it's just like, yeah. I love Chris Pratt as an actor, but I'm just not sure about, like, him, because... Honestly, I'm the type of person that it's like integrity is what matters most and yeah. standing up when things are wrong. And that was wrong, like, of Disney to do that. Like, when they wouldn't have Guardians of the Galaxy without James Gunn. And to me, it wouldn't have been a complete trilogy without James Gunn. Yeah. And, like, considering how good, like, you know, most of the Marvel stuff has been, it's like it still was better, in my opinion, often. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like those, you know, the two Guardians, uh, you know, were better even than the Captain America trilogy, which was pretty good. And then even, like, Ragnarok. Yeah. Like, because, yeah, sorry, like, first Thor's all right. Second Thor with Zachary is sadly the worst of the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm trying to introduce my girlfriend into yeah. all these Marvel movies. And I said, okay, yeah. so tonight we're going to watch Iron Man and then Captain yeah. America and then Thor yeah. and then Thor 2. Yeah. I know you have to I be guess. like, mm. Because, and that was the thing. That's why I was glad we had Ragnarok because it's like, oh, wait, this is what Chris Hemsworth's good at is like being funny and let's yeah. make Thor funny because I think they just didn't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. There were, there were kind of hints in, in Thor 1 yeah. where he was funny with the beer and he's like, more, and he just... And I love the whole Skarsgård yeah. family, so like Stellan Skarsgård and that, like, oh, I mean, I still have naked pictures of his son everywhere. Oh my god. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, if you're... Oh, uh, you've never seen my under, wallpaper? Actually, oh, yeah. yeah. She actually has an entire wall in her uh, apartment no, dedicated a, to uh, naked pictures of... of Alexander Skarsgård. Well, actually, it's just the wallpaper on my computer and my iPad, but... That's fair. I mean, yeah. you, know, you, you do you. I know. You do you. I'm um, like, but if they make wallpaper with that same picture of him on the toilet in Antarctica, like, <laughs> yeah... Like, I'll buy it. Now I know what to get you for Christmas. I know. I'm like... This is great. Or your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. My birthday's October 14th. Oh, my God. No. In case cool. you need to know. Now I know. I think I knew that already, though. Yeah. Feel like oh, I yeah. I think... It. Were you at... Oh, yeah. I was like, were you at my 30th birthday party? Yeah. No. But anyway, we know each other <laughs> through... It's, it's through a David Lynch YouTube... Yeah. ...video compilation um, and series. Uh, Chris Dotson. Yeah, that guy. He's been on here before. I I love Chris like a brother. I think he's just the most amazing person, and I need to hang out with him more than I do. He's, I he's awesome. Yeah, um, he's a cool guy. I hit he's him the bright up. side of Chris Dotson. But bright... is there a bad one? No. no. I, honestly, that should... that should No, there's, yeah. there's none. There's none. He's just an all right individual. Not, he's not, an not all like, right not, individual. Not like he's all right. All right. Like, he's an all right. Like, he's, he's an all right guy. No. All around. Uh, yeah, we did, we started doing, uh, little, uh, David Lynch, uh, videos after I found him and just hit him up and I was like, I want to write some stuff for you. And he was totally cool with it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we just started working a little bit and just, uh, started a friendship out of that. And then we wrote one <laughs> and then he said, yeah, there's this girl who wants to be the waitress. Could we just write her in? Yeah. Cause I have the outfit. Yeah. Yeah. I said, yeah, sure. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, I think you wrote that one, but yeah. yeah. And then you showed up and that's and it. I'm a weirdo who likes the same stuff and loves Peter Weller so much. That was, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's the only thing that one was missing was just Peter Weller. Yeah. Yeah. The love of Peter Weller. We should get him back. I know. Are you just looking for... for no, it's like, for some reason, my um, my mouse is being weird, like, on here, oh. and I'm just like, hey, stop it. Like, because eventually I'm going to have to stop the recording. But, oh, no. yeah, that was me. I'm like, I'm listening. It's just my mouse is being weird, probably because <laughs> of, like, the dog and cat here. But I'm like, no, this picture is actually behind all my crap. But I believe it. I just can't tell. It's there in spirit. I know. I'm like, my iPad's it's over there. It's there in spirit. I'm like, I'm way too proud that that's still my wallpaper. Yeah. And I'm like, because I just recently rewatched all of True Blood, and I was like, God, it's even better, like, the second time. Like, because, like, to, like, and, and if anybody's not watched True Blood, have you seen it? Yeah, I, oh, I yeah. love True Blood. Yeah. I know. Just do it. Because, like, it is just essentially vampire porn. That's really what they should have called it. But it came, here's the thing. It came out. Uh, after, I think it was, uh, Twilight. Yeah. Like, around the Twilight era, which people were just like, oh, vampires, I don't want to watch vampires, it's the same shit. Sexy vampires, but no. These are actual sexy good. vampires. Yeah. This show was like, there's a lot of blood. If, yeah. If you're just in it for the blood, it's just a lot of blood. Yeah, there's a lot of blood, and a lot of sex, and a lot of nudity, and a lot of violence, and like, so, again, it had all the things I enjoy. Yeah. Sex, violence, um, you know, drugs. Yeah. yeah. It was it was it was weird when I was living at home and I was watching it with my mom and a sex scene came on. That was you kind of have to just say I've got to go to the bed. I've got to just go make a sandwich now or something and just leave the, leave the room. Let me know when it's over. All right. 
Let's. Yeah, because those sex scenes, because I don't know, like, because most, like, I will say, like, there's not as much for the straight guy or the gay girl, because, like, not enough female nudity, because, like, Pam and Jessica, who are the, and Tara, who are the really hot ones, they don't even get, you really get naked. I mean, no offense yeah. to Anna Paquin, because she was really one of the only ones, so I'm like, it was more for us, like, the Shout ladies. Anna Paquin. Yeah, no, it was like, she looks good. She was rogue. Yeah. She was the original rogue. Yeah. As well. She was awesome. But yeah, I was like, she's really the only one that gets naked a lot, except for, like, you know, the werewolves chicks and stuff, but, for the guys. But I'm like, no, nah, for me, I was like, Skarsgård, oh. Yeah, he was the man. Yeah. The Skarsgård family. Yeah. All of them. I know, they're all pretty, because, like, his dad gets naked in Thor. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I guess, uh, I guess I have to rewatch that now. It's like the Brolins. Like, <laughs> they're still a pretty hot family. Dude, the Brolins are great. Yeah. Like, they're, they're awesome. I know. Yeah. I'm really, that's, like, the only time I'm really that jealous of Barbara Streisand. It's like, James Brolin. <laughs> Barbara. Yeah. Barbara Streisand. And that she could clone her dog, because, like, if I had that kind of Wait, money, what, I... What's, what? She cloned her dog? She cloned her dog? Yeah, so, like, her dog she has now is basically just, like, a clone of, like, the same dog she had. And I'm like, dude, if I could clone Zephyr, like, my life would be complete. Like, How many Zephyrs would you have? Oh, just until I die. Like, I would, I would just keep having more Zephyrs, because there's no better dog than I Zephyr. I would clone my dog. I would clone her five times. So now we would have six cassettes. Our dog's name is Cassette. Yeah. Oh. We would have six of them. And they were all very skittish. So I would just, it would be really funny just to watch them interact, I think. Yeah. So it would be mostly, like, for my enjoyment. And I'm like, this is sort of like Multiplicity or The Simpsons, like, Treehouse of Horror, where they clone Homer. Oh, yeah. And, and like, the, yeah. And they just the keep getting dumber. Yeah. Of all that. Yeah. You don't want that. I know. I'm like, luckily my dog's a husky, so she's already kind of smart. So, like, I could live with, like, a few... Because she's, like, 15 now. And I'm like, yeah. if they all live about then, I don't think I'm going to live that long. So, like... Yeah. No, because my lifestyle. And I'm, like, fine with it. I, I think you'll go to your, like... Yeah, yeah I'll 70s, be, like, 70s, probably. Maybe. Because, like, I do... Which is still young. Yeah, I do love, like, the Golden Girls, and I can't wait till I'm old where I, no one cares what I do, and I'll just, like, steal. You know, I just like, started watching the Golden Girls. Oh, my God, isn't it, like, the best? Amazing. Amazing. Uh, someone had me do uh, the Golden Girls uh, theme song, like oh, a, yeah. a drum cover thing. And uh, <laughs> was that me? I don't think I left some funny suggestions. You, I, don't I don't know. I don't think so because I think I was like, "Dude, do Beaver Fever." That was the one I put. I think it was. I think it was my my boss at my work. Yeah. Uh, commented and said, "Do the Golden Girls," and I said, "Okay." And then my girlfriend's a big uh, Golden Girls fan, so did it. And I just said, oh, you know, we just started watching it. Yeah. It's so good. I know, like, which golden girl are you? I'm a total Dorothy. You're Dorothy. Which one's, um, oh, man, I can't even think of the name. So, Sophia is Dorothy's mom. So, B Dorothy is B. Arthur. Sophia is her mom. And then, um, like, Rose is Betty White. And then, um, yeah, Blanche is the slutty one. Um, kind of a Betty White. I'm kind of a, a B. Arthur. I'm like a mix. Yeah. I have these tendencies of being a real hard ass and I'm just, it's not happening for me. I'm just yeah. going to be just kind of fluttery in the winds. Yeah, because Rose was the innocent. I always laugh because like on Supernatural, which is like my favorite show. Yeah. Um, yeah. As if you notice in my house. Um, totally. they talk, there's one episode where, like, you know, Dean's like, yeah, it was all about Blanche on the Golden Girls, and, like, Sammy was like, 
Sophia. And you're like, I've never heard anyone say that. Now, no. in Airheads, another great film of oh, the 90s. Like, God. I remember when Adam Sandler asked Brendan for naked Fraser pictures. Yeah. Oh, my God. I haven't seen Doom Doom Patrol yet. But, like, yeah. I so want to see Doom Patrol because I love Brendan Fraser. When he dies on Scrubs, I just, like, lose it. That's... You just reminded me of that now. I know. You're Forever like, man. I will be sad for the rest of the day. So because Dr. Cox was my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you saw Adam Sandler in their heads, what were you saying? Yeah, oh yeah. He Like, and he asked for naked pictures of B. Arthur. I, that's one of the funnier parts of the movie. I'm like, yeah. but that was his request, was naked pictures of B. Arthur. I never knew who that was when I first you saw him when I was a kid. And I was, I got her confused with Bo Derek, and I was like, oh, yeah. oh obviously. Oh, obviously. Like, Bo yeah, Bo Derek, cool. But, but the yeah. Arthur would just be. That's funny. Really funny. Yeah. 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 See, that's a movie we just like. Everyone's trying to make sequels of every single movie. Yeah. Don't make a, a, a rehash of it. Yeah. Like, just make a sequel to just Airheads. Just a sequel. That's it. Like, because what's funny about that movie is, like, the soundtrack, too, was good because Pantera was on it. And that's a local Texas, like, legend, uh, like, the yeah. Dallas, like, because they even did the Stars theme song. Uh, the hockey team, for those of you who don't think they Dallas has one. Oh, we won do. the cup, and we made the dent. Vinny Paul threw that off Geek Carpet, it was roof, into the <laughs> hot tub and missed. And that's why there's a dent in the Stanley Cup. Wow. Fun fact. That I've told that story fact. on, like, the last five podcasts, so... <laughs> I feel like most people should just know that, man. Yeah, I know. I'm like, guys, this is in the Hall of Fame. But you know what? I didn't know that. Yeah. And now it's new information. Yeah. And now I'm always going to have that. I know. So thank you. And one of these days, everyone will know that story. That is my goal. <laughs> is so You're everyone just going to finish your yeah. sandwiches. Yep. What's that from? Rest of Development, I think? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, is a great show. Bam. Oh, yeah. My ringtone is still um, the final countdown because <laughs> I love Arrested Development and Job's my favorite character. There's even a little Job Pop. He's in between uh, Saul Goodman and uh, Al Bundy there. Oh, yeah. I see that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's great. Yeah. So good. Um, do you ever think... I'm trying to, trying to just relate this all to the small town... Thing. I know. I was like, how do we get back to our How topic? do we get back? You know how we get back? Yeah. You say, okay, anyways. Yeah. Because that's how any successful podcast is. Okay, anyways, anyway. back to what we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, you ever think the uh, there's still hope for the people who are like 35 and still living in the hometown who want to like get out? I think, as I'll say, and I've said this before, is that everything is self-imposed. I know that a lot of people these days like feel oppressed. But the thing is, is in this country, at least, you do have a choice. Guess what? My little brother, I remember he was like, it was so freeing one day when he just woke up and was like, you know what? I'm not going to go to work today. Just like Peter Gibbons in office space because his job sucks so bad. Yeah. And he's like, it was so freeing to just realize I really didn't have to do it. Like, no. and it's just one of those things that some of these people, it's like, because I still talk to some people in Tyler and they're like, how did you do it? I'm just like, I just left. Like, it's yeah. no, I, there's no big secret. It's just, just do it. Like, did you have a lot of money saved when you moved out? Well, when I moved out, like, I went to college. Like, so, um, like, my mom helped me there. And that's the thing is my mom does still help me in this day and age because, like, you know, it's expensive here. And so that helps. But I, when I moved to L.A. from Dallas, like, I had, like, $6,000 saved. Yeah. I mean, and, and you, you know, and the good thing about places like living in a small town is your rent is cheaper. Yeah. So, yeah, save money and then 
leave. Yeah. Like <laughs> you could do that. Yeah, you can yeah. do that at any age. That was that was yeah. the point. It looks you like don't have to at be at thirty five, at forty, yeah. at fifty. You can just my mom is such a cool example. She yeah. uh took everything and just moved to Los Angeles. Oh. And um, you know, like it's sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. And if it doesn't, you could always just do it again. Yeah. And that's the thing, is like, guess what? If you have to move back for whatever reason can always come go anywhere else it yeah. doesn't matter i mean and that's the thing is like you're never too old or too young or whatever it, it is yeah. what it is it's like just just do it i mean because i know my mom if like my mom has such a good job like and so she's oh, just gonna she retire there so she's the head of customer service at uh summit industrial products which is funny because what they sell is lube but not the fun kind oh. um but, yeah, like, just for, like, Zambonis and air compressors and, um... I mean, know. that sounds fun. Zambonis yeah. are fun. So. I know, because I like to say that is the main thing, but she's like, no, that's just one thing we do, and we just like that. But, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, and that's sort of the thing, is I'm like, her job is, like, really good, really great benefits, so I get not leaving that, but as soon as she retires, she's just going to come out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want more in yeah. life, I always say, think of the best financial way to make it happen, and then just make yeah. it happen. So, like... Uh, I, when I was living in PA, I was working on jobs, uh, either painting with my dad at his painting business, or I got a job at the news station, and then I just saved up a shit ton of money. And it wasn't even that much, it was, it was less than six grand. Yeah. And I just had a friend who lived here, and I said, can I just stay with you for two weeks? I crashed on our kitchen floor on a nice air <laughs> mattress. And, uh, I don't know. I still have the air mattress that was my first bed here. Yeah, yeah. everyone has a little air mattress. Yeah, They're great. Uh, yeah, I still. Uh, I think I no, it was hers. But um, you could do it at any age. You just have to just be smart. And the the biggest thing holding people back. I don't know how it is with Texas. Is yeah. You again back to that whole bubble mindset. You, yeah. You have this idea that the world is just as far as you can see. Uh, when you live in LA, the, the world is a lot bigger thing. You, you're aware of other things. When you live in a small town, you just, okay, well, if there's nothing to do on a Friday night here, there's just nothing to do on a Friday night anywhere. No. And, you, and you kind of, you have that cemented into your, your mentality. But the best thing is just to leave the, <laughs> this is what I did. I left yeah. the country for, for a week. I went to Australia for a week. Oh, nice. And I gained a lot of perspective yeah. from a lot of people. And I came home and I quit my job and I moved here. Because that's what I needed. Yeah. I need that kick in the ass. Well, it's like, I mean, I sort of had a similar thing where I was, you know, sort of working in, I moved, you know, out of Tyler, like when I turned 18 and went to college and Denton's like outside of Dallas. And like, so my last semester, because Denton and Tyler are like the same sort of bubble, just different sides. It's like, this one's more right bubble. This yeah. one's a left bubble. And you're like, they're both insane. Um, and that's sort of always been my life and like, the right, the left, y'all are all crazy, um, and I have to deal with all of you <laughs> my whole life. But it was one of those things that I've moved to Dallas my last semester of college and was like, okay, good, I like it here. It was like a real city vibe. And as I say, it's always kind of good to have that starter city. Yeah. Because I think I learned so much more without having to make the big mistakes. And, like, I had people around there. Because I moved to L.A., I didn't know anyone. I literally had worked with one girl once who was moving there around the same time. And, like, we we didn't really like each other either. So I was like, yeah, yeah I don't know. Like, uh, this is one person I kind of know. But it was one of those things that I wouldn't have been able to do that at 18. Mm -hmm. But I moved out here when I was 25. And that helped. And because, as I say, I had this starter city where it's like, okay, it's a little bit bigger. But what I realized is I think... 
gearing up for L.A. specifically, using things I learned in Dallas was good, but almost that growing up in that small-town mentality helped me more mm -hmm. because I understood how shit works here because at least in my home, a small town, is like, it only matters who you are, sadly. I mean, because yeah. it's very much like we were... Have you ever seen Veronica Mars? Mm. Oh, well, no. like that's an example of how I grew up. Because I'm like, yeah, at one point my dad was like kind of like the cool character because he was like the radio DJ, but, you know, he's kind of an embarrassing fuck-up and insane. <laughs> so, like, you, people then don't think that's as cool after a while. And, like, so you have, like... And, two, we were, like, the pagan family and the big conservative, and my parents... Like, we lived in, like, a one-bedroom apartment. So we were kind of, like, the poor people. So I knew. It's, like... Doesn't matter, like, I am I know I'm smarter than all these people and all this, like, and I did well in private school, but when we had to go to public, it was a little difficult because our teachers sucked. Mm -hmm. And they only cared about who th these kids' parents were. Mm -hmm. And so that was why when I go to L.A., I'm like, oh, it's just like that. I just have to know that keep my head down, like, do what I do, and people will like me for me, or they don't. It's whatever. Yeah, there's, and, there's a lot of rejection. Yeah, and then, you know, it really does matter who you are and who you know. And, yeah. and like, you just got to... Be in the right circles, be around the right people, and don't be an asshole. Because these people will Again, like you. Don't like, be yeah. an asshole. <laughs> don't be an asshole. Be yourself is the biggest advice, best advice I will I will give anyone. My friend yeah. uh, Tandy moved here from Scranton. Yeah. Uh, about I think it was last year or so. And I met her for coffee, and she was like, okay, so I moved here. What do we do? I want to work in film. I gave her a bunch of contacts, and I said, like, just be yourself. That's how you get, that's how you get places. That's how you get further. And also, knowing yeah. people, like, if you came here and you're like, oh, I know execs at Warner Brothers, okay, you're going to be fine. That's Yeah. But that happens, like, maybe 2% of no, the time. No, I literally knew no one. Yeah. And, and, like, you know what? I've made great contacts, like, you yeah. know, over the years. And as I say, just by doing, you know, being there and, like, doing the good job. Because the thing is, is you deal with a lot of people here who, A, don't want to work. That's why they're here. Because mm -hmm. they forget that this industry is about work. Yeah. And then you deal with a lot of people who just think their shit don't stink. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that was the beauty of growing up in Tyler. I'm like... These people I've been around in my whole life, they don't bother me. I'm yeah. like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your shit don't stink. Yeah. And that could be even your art. Yeah. That could be, okay, well, I've read, here's, here's a great example. I wrote a film. That's great. Yeah. And it's going to be the best because no one around me has, writ has written a film, so this is it. It's awesome. Yeah. And you have that caliber. That's, that's, your, that's your level of, of, of how great you are. Um, even compared to others. So when you move out here, it's like, oh, I actually can't write. Uh, I'm <laughs> yeah. okay. And then you learn how to actually be on a, the industry level okay. And that's what I learned. I, I came out here and I wrote a script, a couple scripts, a couple short films, and they were awful. They were just fucking terrible. But I got in this really nice circle with these writers, and they're like, okay, so here's how you're actually supposed to write. And I learned the, for me, it was... It was kind of, it was definitely hard, but it was the easiest experience into learning uh, that I could, that I could ever have. Um, shout out to the Twin Bridges Writing Workshop and Joe Bratcher and all those other wonderful people. They're beautiful. <laughs> uh, but yeah, when you're, when you're living in a small town, it's, it's tough to gain that perspective again. Yeah, and that's sort of the thing, is I find that the small-town mentality sort of helped me here. And, and I feel like I've talked to a lot of people who said the same thing. I'm like, it's surprising how, like, that helped more yeah. than being... And But as I'll say, I was blessed because I sort of started working in the industry in Dallas a little bit. So I'd already gotten my feet wet. So And I knew stuff, like, 
how really extra work is like because they they taped the deep yeah, dallas reboot yeah and uh, there and a few other shows like so in dallas we had some industry and i did like stand up there and some things so i kind of knew but one of the hardest things to coming here was they don't really pay you here at first no because everybody is willing to work for they, free well they pay you yeah. exposure yep exposure that was the only thing that was really different and then also in dallas and certainly dealing with the cast of dallas yeah. like um people treat they they would just eat lunch with you or whatever here i i did a show once like and and, and two being either blonde or redhead those are the only two modes i have you don't get booked for a lot of extra work. They just say, don't even bother. Like, then don't look for that. Mm. But I was like, one time I did Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and I was say, the actors are nice, but, like, the crew, I will say, I wasn't a fan of. And I'm like, this is new. I'm like, what is with people? They're like, oh, yeah, they just treat you like cattle. And I'm like, I'm not down with that. Like, and so there's a lot of downsides to L.A. versus, like, starting. And, and two, I'm like, oh, okay, so it's just different. And I'm yeah. like... When these, because I would do pilots in Austin and stuff too, and I'm like, okay, it's a different mentality because they know all the people here are just so desperate and they'll work for free. They yeah. don't have to look for actors like they do in these other towns. They do, yeah. they do, and they they do definitely treat them like cattle. Now, yeah. Not just to say you know like your your experience specific, yeah. but even like I've worked in the film industry for two years now, and I've been on big productions and I've been on small productions. The extras on the smaller things they're treated a little bit better but yeah. the bigger things it's just you know you have these 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 talent wranglers and they have to they have to worry about a bunch of shit yeah and you're kind of low on the totem pole of their their worry and everything so it's like it's nothing personal that's another thing yeah nothing and that's the thing is you can't take anything personally yeah and that is that is what it is it's like and two, that was me. I'm like, it is different in Texas. People are nicer because it's a little bit more laid back. It's not crazy. Like, and that's what I say. L.A., it, it seems fast-paced because everything's, ah, but really, it's honestly super slow. Because, because we're all smoking the, pots. And the that's traffic why. is horrible. Like, and that's the thing is Austin's sort of the same way. The traffic's horrible and everyone's high. No? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's one thing. That's, yeah. uh... Yeah, I'm I'm so I'm so happy to just well, to have legal marijuana. It's it's great. It's fun. Yeah, it's nice. But I, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm slowly taking it for granted rather than just saying, "Oh, this is, you know, oh, this is the new thing." Yeah, I think it kind of wears off. Yeah, and two, I guess for me, it's kind of sad because like my cousin was my pot dealer and when I moved to Dallas um like my brothers lived there so we had pot dealers and and they would deliver or like it was easy to get so I've never really felt like weed was hard to get so like I yeah. guess I've kind of always taken it for granted but even my little brother when he came and he loved how he could just walk into the store and show his ID exactly and we did that in Canada too he's like in Seattle we're like this is kind of cool it's a great thing yeah thank god for that I know. Weed, weed is amazing. It is. It is fun. <laughs> you know, they say Jesus smoked weed. And you said Jesus. So I was like, yeah, they say Jesus smoked really? weed. Yeah. Well, he wore sandals and he had long hair and the beard. Come on. Like. <laughs> we, we, oh, come on. Just because of that? No, I'm, I'm making a joke about that, but also on No, but I can actually see that. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. If, 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 so you're saying he was the original stoner hippie? Yeah, I mean, Jesus was a freaking hippie. Like, and people I'll forget give, that. He that. was all yeah, about yeah. love and, you know, peace. So whether you believe in Jesus or not, like, you know, you can at least always think of him as the first, you know, hippie pothead. Well, his abs were amazing. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> that reminds me of <laughs> something horrible. Like, because we have an older half-brother, me and my bro uh, little brother. And, uh... 
if one of the funniest things he ever said, because we love to insult each other. That's how we show our love in our family. Yeah. And my little brother is really skinny. Um, and so our brother said to him once, he's like, you look like Jesus three days onto the cross. Wow. <laughs> and he's like, thank you. What I am Christ-like. He was like, thank you. I am Christ-like. <laughs> yeah. He's got this like, kind of like a runner sort of yeah. frame to him. Yeah, and he's real skinny. He can yeah. do the ice luges, like, really easily. No, he actually has broad shoulders, which is nice. He yeah. has what? He actually has broad shoulders. He's just really thin. He's more like a Skarsgård build, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just bring it back. I know. Always think about naked Alexander Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Oh, my God. No. We need to get him. We need, we need to get him on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if he doesn't have a restraining order. <laughs> just from listening to the stuff I say. No. You know what? Yeah. No, nah, he seems like he would probably appreciate it. It's like a it. soft uh, restraining order. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, ten feet. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Which I could get a mic that would work that way. You, yeah. They have mic cables. I know. Many mic cables that you could just put them together and ten feet, twenty feet, make it twenty feet. I know. Like it'll work. Yeah. Well, I'll yeah. make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So, um, I know. I'm like, where where do we go for my restraint, my hypothetical restraining order? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, like, expecting you to just be like, okay, that's our time. Yeah, I'm like, we are coming close to an hour, but I'm like, I let people go as soon as the conversation goes. But I'm like, I feel like we've talked about literally everything about small town and you, if you think Weller, else. Yeah. Um, just Always pretty, bring it back pretty to Pretty much that. Um, shout out to, you know, we were talking about this before and uh, I, I just, I, we should definitely talk about this because it's, it's leading kind of into what I'm, yeah. what I have going on. Yeah. Uh, Scranton in the office. And we were talking about <laughs> yes. your, what I hate, Pam. hate, hate for Pam. Yeah. For Pam Beasley. Um, and that's, that's because why? Well, like the thing is in, in the off, and I think that was what kind of drove me away from the show because I really loved Steve Carell and I loved Michael, but he was really the only likable character because like Jim at first seems likable, but you're like, no, he's kind of a piece of shit the way he treated Karen and sort of went with Pam. Like, and as I say, that's sort of what makes Pam less likable too, is that Pam to me always struck me as most of the women in my hometown or whatever. They feel like they have a very victim mentality. And that's one thing my mom always taught me, do not have that. And it's one of those things that she always sort of really just went with the personality of the guy she was yeah, with. And yeah, like exactly. and I was like, that's not a good representation for women. I know these women exist and they should be characters on TV because they exist, but to make her the female lead and this, you know, romantic interest that and I feel like they they struck a chord with me because it was sort of like the wrong thing you wanted women to be like yeah of like always just needing a man because like Pam is never single on the show that I could remember but I didn't really watch it much she was single for yeah. a little bit she was single for uh, yeah about a season yeah uh before her was, yeah well yeah she I, I'm a big by the way yeah, big yeah I was like fan. you've seen it I'm like uh you know more than not I even do. being from Scranton yeah. uh, it's just I like the show here's the thing about yeah. the show too it's so smart with the small little details. Uh, there was one episode in particular, and this ties in with St. Patty's Day. It was a St. Patty's Day yeah. episode, and um, everyone's dressed in green. They're ready, getting ready to get out. But Kathy Bates, his character, uh, who's the CEO of Saber Industries, is trying to just keep them working until like 6 or 7 p.m. <laughs> or as Gabe said, once till 10 p.m. <laughs> uh, so the funny detail about that is... On Michael's desk, he has all this shamrock shit, and he has the, the instead of an, um, an Irish flag, he has an Italian flag. <laughs> and it's like, those little small details yeah. are perfect. 
but it and this this is perfect for for Pam and, and Jim's relationship, and even how Pam um, acts on the, on the like as the big broad scale of things. You could say, well, Jim and Pam finally got together. They always wanted each other. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. But eh, not really because no. just the way they've been acting. And if if you missed that small detail that was kind of in your face the entire uh, length of the show, it's it, you could go rewatch it. Yeah. It's so great. And I feel like I need to rewatch The Office and watch the whole thing because I do remember kind of tuning in when Timothy Oliphant came in just because I love him. No matter what people tell me about him, he's awesome. Yeah, he was the new traveling salesman who didn't yeah. show up. I forgot what happened to him. Yeah, I know. I was like, um... That's a good trivia question. Yeah. What happened to that guy? But yeah, I liked Andy because I think Ed Helms is like a comedic genius too. So him and Steve Carell, and I loved a lot of the writers. Like Mindy Kaling is one of my favorite people. BJ Novak. And and so like there was a lot of good elements. But Pam just being the female lead and being such a bad representation of what what I I personally would like to see from female leads. And there have been a lot of shows do much better. Because as I say, Parks and Rec... Far outseats. All the women on that show are delightful, and they're good representations. Perfect. And and yeah, when the office, I'm just like Pam is just she's bland. She didn't really do anything. She really couldn't do anything without of a man. Without a man, and I'm like, that's not really. I mean, that's certainly not Captain Marvel, guys. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Um, yeah, later on in the season, it feels like she kind of like came out of her shell, but. Yeah. Even then, it was... It was still, she was just trying to be Jim. Really, yeah, just, she was trying to be, it was, it was a weird hybrid of Jim and herself. It's like she finally was done taking all this crap from other people, which is great, which is perfect. Yeah, like, that part was good, but it's like, the fact that we even start, her character was so much in that for so long, and didn't seem to, like, acknowledge, like, you know. I don't want to sound like an old old man, but she was very disrespectful. Oh, yeah. That's, that's it. And funny, I know a guy that's a lot like Dwight that works with my mom, and it was hilarious because we did live out on his quote-unquote ranch for a while. And, um, so, but I, so I always sort of, like, liked Dwight in a way, and I felt like Pam and Jim were sometimes a little too mean to White. I was like, these pranks are funny, but sometimes it, to me, crossed the line, and I'm like, Pam should be the one being like, hey, dude, no. But she was, like, often worse. There's an office full of narcissists. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I think that's why so many people relate to it. And that's why, to me, The Office and Seinfeld are shows that I'm slightly oh, narcissistic. But those are, like, not my favorite favorite shows. And, two, probably because I'm not from the Northeast. I much prefer the white trash stuff, like Married with Children or, like, Cougar Town or crap like that. Sure. And, like, that was why I think Parks and Rec probably spoke to me more, too, because they're a little bit more white trashy, like Indiana. Like, yeah. And I'm like, I could deal with that. But I felt like The Office and Seinfeld are, like, a little too elitist for my taste and, like, a little too narcissistic. I guess so, yeah. yeah. A little, a little too snarky. Uh, the one... Some people always ask me, uh, some people always ask me, that's a weird sense. Some people ask me which character definitely represents Scranton and the area. Yeah. I would say Meredith. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Meredith's a good character, too. Like, the side characters on The Office were phenomenal. Like, Creed. Creed is the bomb. Creed? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Creed's awesome. Creed Bratton. He's, he's a, a really talented uh, musician, too. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, he's, he's up there. Up, up, there goes right. the... My kitty is going to make hairball noises. Man, I hope everyone hears that. 
Oh, yeah. this makes the cut. I know. This is nice. Um, yeah, thank you. But, sexy. Uh, yeah, there there are people who are like Dwight. There are, yeah. there are definitely people like who are who are Meredith. Um, and uh, John and Jim, John, was it? Um, John Krasinski. Jim yeah. and Pam don't exist. Uh, the, the best well, relationship, the most accurate relationship <laughs> is uh, Kelly and uh, yeah. Ryan. Yeah, that's so funny. Like, because... That's, that's a lot of people I know, too. Cause, and that was sort of the thing I didn't like about The Office, is I'm like, Jim and Pam weren't really authentic people, as opposed to everyone else, where I'm like, I know these people. And I kind of know, like, people that are like Pam a lot. and, and But I, that's why I didn't think that her ending, like, in getting with Jim, well, I'm like, that's not what happens in real life. And I don't really like when shows portray stuff like that, where you're like, yeah, that's too unrealistic. It's, it's like Sex in the City. I'm like, all those bitches would die alone. Except hey, for maybe Charlotte. Sex and the City, Kyle McLaughlin. Oh, yeah. See? And that's why I love Sex and the City to a degree, but I always hated what they did to Trey. Yeah. I never watched the show. I just oh, I knew like, Kyle oh, yeah. McLaughlin was on it, and uh, when I was a kid, it had sex in the name, so obviously I was a fan. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, but I, I laugh because Adam Carolla is a big fan of Sex and the City too. Because people are always shocked. I'm like, no, it's a good, sh- it's a good comedic show. The, the same thing that was the problem with Pam is, and and it happened in that show too. I'm like, they need to be more accurate. Most of these people are kind of and Samantha, the slutty one, is like the only one that's a decent person. Yeah, and you're like, you want better for her, but I'm like, all the other girls, they're kind of terrible. Like, I'm like, I hate when I watch the movie, and I'm like. I was, if I were Steve, I'd cheat on Miranda too. Like <laughs> she was awful. Like, but and that was the thing. I'm like, I feel like the ending for Pam and a lot of the women on Sex and the City. I'm like, no, this is this is why people behave the way they do now, and it's not okay. Yeah, I like how this became like a commentary yeah. on TV shows. Yeah, this is, this is nice. Oh, that's how every episode. This is, is free form. Yeah. 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 By the way, yeah. this is my first podcast. You broke my podcast cherry. Oh, wow. That's lovely. So, yeah. I mean, after breaking every cherry, it's just like, I'm going to feel vulnerable for yeah. a couple days, but I'm going to get over it because yeah. I'm like a new man now. I'll be sure to call and check on you like in three days, like the manual. <laughs> send me, yeah, just send me like some like Hagadaz ice cream or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Or because I'm washing my weight. Yeah. Some, uh, What's the, the I know you care about your weight. I, care. <laughs> like, I remember yeah, you were like, I'm gonna drink this tequila shot when you have that beer, and I was like, I don't care, this tastes better. No, tequila's mm-hmm. great. Oh, I Whatever. love tequila too, but I love beer more than anything, except for my dog. <laughs> well, it's on the keto diet for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I can, you can drink beer. On I know. The keto diet. It's only like. That's why I don't believe in those things. Clear liquor and wine, and uh, I got off of it. So, yeah. Uh, back to beer. Had a beer last night. Yeah. It's it's amazing. I had a few beers last Welcome year. welcome back carbs into my life. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back carbs. Welcome back carbs. You've been so beautiful to me and pizza. Yeah. <sighs> that was weird. No pizza. I know. It's like that was a good little musical interlude. I like those. Thank you. Yeah, me too. I mean, anything happens on <laughs> the that... bright side, the Peter Bowler Appreciation Hour. Yeah. And this should be every hour. Yeah. No. Yeah. Why not? But yeah, I feel like, because um, I have to pee, um, so is there anything else you want to say about the bright side of small town mentality? Uh, they inspire uh, short films, Yeah. i.e. the short film I wrote and will be fundraising yes. on Seedenspark pretty soon. Yeah, would you like to promote that right now? Yeah, yeah go for it. I, made a, uh, I wrote a proof of concept for a feature, it's a heist movie. It's the log line is four idiots on a heist, a shit ton of ne- neon colored lube, and a ninja gimp in a quaint, quaint Scranton PA sex shop. What could go wrong? 
and it's uh, it's basically taking all the tropes of uh, normal heist movies and trying to flip them around and uh, making something which I hope is pretty original. Um, and the feature is just vastly different. Hopefully we get that made. But uh, yeah, we're going to be uh, on Seed and Spark soon. Um, and uh, Or if not, when people are listening to this, I don't know when we're going to get that going up. But uh, it's This will come out next Tuesday, for reference. Perfect, perfect. Uh, so yeah, so we'll probably uh, not be up. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're going to try to raise 20 grand to make this film and kind of just go with it. It's going to be a fun heist movie uh, instead of having normal, uh, you know, they're, they're wearing masks. But we're going to try to make the masks look a la Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, yeah. Sort of, but in, in the vein of, like, an animal sort of mask. Oh, that's cool, because I'm like, I have some fallout mask. Um, in, uh, <laughs> for, for one of the perks, we're going to, I mean, the, the, the film uh, has a getaway driver in it, and instead of listening to this, like, baby driver sort of <laughs> song, she's listening to a, a Spanish translation tape, cassette oh. tape, that's a uh, feature that features Danny Trejo. Oh, that's awesome. So we're going to try to get Danny Trejo. Oh, yeah. Danny, he'll probably do it. He's so nice. He's, he's like a... my size. He's adorable. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to try to get Oof. him uh, and just have him do the, the Spanish translations. And that's what yeah. this getaway driver listens to as all of this crap is happening in this small, quaint sex shop. I love yeah. that setting, by the way, because, like, not to get, to get into how just liberal and weird my family is, I remember, like, when they first opened the sex shop in my hometown, like, because there was always strip clubs, because that's where my dad worked as a DJ. Yeah. Um, but, like, um, they didn't have a sex shop for, like, ever. And then there was one that they put right behind Mercado's, which is part of the Posado's chain. Oh, um, shout out Best to Mexican guys. food ever. Um, but yeah, and then I remember going with my mom at one point, once I turned 18, like, cause there was one by the liquor stores, cause you, it was a dry county too, yeah. like, so we would have to drive out to go to the liquor stores, and then she was like, you want to go in? I was like, yeah, I think they sell pipes in there, so like, I'm just buying a pipe, and I'm in the sex shop with my mom, and then people are like, that's weird, I'm like, she was the one buying a vibrator, I was buying a pipe. Yeah, but imagine <laughs> a small little sex shop. The yeah. size of like I know. the size of this apartment almost. Yeah. Uh, and oh, just perfectly seen. And everything yeah. happening within it, like uh, they're breaking bottles of lube. They're, they're are there dildo smashing. fights? There is there, there is a dildo fight. Yeah. Um, and the gimp has chains and he's yeah. whipping the chains, breaking the fucking store. Um, but yeah, it's oh, like, there's like a gimp in the basement. There, no, no, no. Oh, there's, no. there's a ninja gimp in the back who oh, they have to awesome. fight. Yeah. 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 Uh, Sorry. And, and no, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's, it's, I'm, I'm really excited for that. It's, uh, it's like, here's what I tell people. It's like if Tarantino uh, wrote Bottle Rocket by Wes yeah. Anderson. Oh, yeah. I love Bottle Rocket. So it's a small yeah, shout out movie Texas. with, I guess, the maturity of a Tarantino yeah. book. Um, yeah, because if there's a Gimp and yeah. Ninja Gimp and Dildo Fights. And um, I can't wait to do the perks yeah. because the perks are going to be the best part. Like I said, if we get Danny Trejo and we're able to record his uh, VO before everything. Uh, then we get to do a, a giveaway. We're going to do actual cassette tapes with oh. Danny Trejo Spanish yeah. translation on it, one side, and on the flip side, because it takes place in Scranton, local artists and, and musicians oh. from Scranton. So you hear like uh, a couple like pop songs or the, a couple punk songs or a metal song, and on the flip side, Danny Trejo. That's cool. Yeah, and as I say, Danny Tramp, you know, I think he would do it because he is a nice guy. And he's always willing. Like, he used to do voices for, like, King of the Hill before he really, like, hit it big because yeah. he's, like, a Texas guy. Like, and he's always doing stuff down there in Robert Rodriguez's studio. 
But yeah, like I think he's, he's awesome. pretty, yeah, he's so and he, I love what he's done in this community. He, the don't coffee oh and donuts and the tacos. Because oh, he has great vegan food. Like I'm yeah. not a vegan, but like I like his vegan tacos. I may actually hit them up after this because I am getting yeah. really hungry. I know that's why I'm like thinking about falafel tacos, even yeah. though I was going to get Chick Fil A. But Gotta hit that up. Well, I'm definitely gonna watch yeah. RoboCop tonight. Yeah. Oh. Um, and uh, maybe skip Thor two. We'll think of a way to, to skip There's it without, like... There's at least like, Levi parts. That's the part I just fast forward to. So, yeah, we'll just, we'll hit that part, and then um, yeah. that'll be it. Yeah. yeah. Dude, this has been, this has been great. Thanks for having me on. Oh, no, no uh, problem. For, for my first podcast. This is, it's been nice. Yeah, I know, and I'm, like, thinking about all my good sex shop memories with my family, because totally. me and my brother, I took him in to apply for a job once. Yeah. Um. Well, you'll be my, yeah. you'll, you, you'll... Do the uh, the sign the off on the sex shop and the yeah. consulting. Yeah, the yeah. consulting. That's it. Yeah, that's a good position for me, sex shop consultant. And he does still work for Spencer's because he went when Brookstone went out of business. He still needed to sell vibrators, so he moved over to Spencer's. So maybe if you need some uh, products, we can we can hook you up. Shout out to Spencer's and their black lights in yeah. the back of the store. I know. Yeah, yeah and that and the and on the love wall is what they call it. And there's different sections. No, it's yeah. called love wall. Yeah, there's like. Um, Hot love, hot love extreme, uh, neon, bondage is his own thing. Sorry, he, he once explained to me the different sections of the love wall, and it was funny because I just always remember hot love and hot love extreme. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. But yeah, see, sex shop consultant. But yeah, do you want anyone to follow you on social media? Yeah, just in person. Yeah, uh, follow me on. Uh, yeah, follow me in mm -hmm. person. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind a stalker. I know stalkers I'm not, are kind of I'm not fun. at that point in my career, but hopefully, like five years down the road, I have at least two stalkers. Yeah. Then I know at least I'm doing well in life. Um, if you want to follow me, uh, yeah, uh, Instagram is uh, at drummer film guy, and uh, I'm always posting weird stuff on my stories and follow me. Just do it, or or uh, yeah, follow me there, and then you'll figure out where to follow the um, Hometown Boys, which is the name of my movie. I didn't even talk about my movie, uh, Hometown Boys. Uh, that's what it's called. You can probably find it there. Cool. And since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at l a c r e t i a l y o n anywhere on the internet, since there is only one. See you next Tuesday. Have you ever wanted all your questions and cannabis answered? Have you ever wanted to hear, you get some weed, you get some weed, you get some weed? Well, that's what Dopra is here to do. Yes, that's right, Dopra, the Oprah of weed, coming soon.